from Learfield IMG College on the Georgia Southern Sports Network. This is Inside Georgia Southern Basketball with head coaches Mark Byington and Anita Howard. The Crawley, oh, a windmill slam for Crawley. <laughs> Inside Georgia Southern Basketball is presented by Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. And by Morris Bank. It pays to bank blue. Let's it fly from three and twirls it home. Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro, here's the voice of the Eagles, Danny Reed. Eagle Nation, it is great to see you again back at Eagle Creek Brewing Company for this edition of Inside Georgia Southern Basketball on the Georgia Southern Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Talking Eagle hoops until 8 p.m., talking a little bit of Eagle baseball during our third segment as pitching coach B.J. Green is here as Eagle baseball begins the 2020 season on Friday with the first of a four-game series against Ball State. That's a 6.30 first pitch over at J.I. Clement Stadium. We'll also talk with women's head coach Anita Howard during our final two segments. They hosted the Arkansas schools at Hanner Fieldhouse last weekend. We begin tonight, though, with the men's basketball team. They swept the Louisiana trip for just the second time ever, and it was important. 67-65 was the Thursday win over ULM. 86-79 was the Saturday victory over the Ragin' Cajuns. Georgia Southern enters this homestand against the Carolina schools at 15-10 overall. Most importantly, 9-5 in conference play. That is tied for second in the loop. If you have any questions tonight, feel free to put those in right here on Facebook Live. You can also text us, 912-274-3607, or you can tweet us at GS Sports Network. And Eagle Nation at this time, welcome in head men's basketball coach Mark Bying. Uh, thank you, Danny. And uh, it's our pleasure. Well, I'm, I'm fighting the table up here. You keep scooting me further and further out. What you so talk, what you talk about? I move this way. What I mean, so about? I'm thinking at some point I'm going to be completely out of the the video shot, and my voice is going to be altered or whatever else, and it's just going to be Danny up here talking, which might be better. And the only thing to be better than that is we get Calvin Wishart every single week, right? I'd have to clear that with you first because I don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. Because the Calvin Wishart show would be good. I'm not so sure anybody would be okay. But either way, <laughs> sweeping Louisiana trip last weekend was really, really important. It was a grind of a game against ULM on Thursday and then a rally in the final seven minutes to beat Louisiana. What would this team show you? Well, you know, so the, the first off the Thursday game against Monroe, and, and we talked about this after, but – you know, from we didn't start great, and, and that was fine. You know, it was kind of a road game, and it was hard to get get into it. And and but from like the ten or twelve minute mark of the first half, all the way to about the eight minute mark of the second half, I mean, we were playing really well. And um and what we what we did the last eight minutes was we we made enough plays, we made some big plays, but we also made mistakes. And and we feel like you know we talked to the team a lot afterwards. We feel like. We're beating ourselves in a lot of scenarios where we're playing at a high level and giving away points or giving away possessions towards, you know, at different times of the game. And I love the fact that the guys were so in tune to the message and we watched some film and, and watched everything and, and, and they wanted to correct it. So what happened on Saturday was a very similar situation where we were playing great. And the next thing you know, it's college basketball where other teams go on runs and things yeah. happen and, and we're down seven points in a hostile crowd, and, and just a, things aren't going our way right now. Isaiah Crawley can't get into the game because he's in foul trouble, and he eventually fouls out. And then we just found a way, and we had response. We showed toughness. 
Um, we did some things and showed courage that, it, it, for me, it felt really good because now we're, we're growing and we're getting better. We're going in the right direction. So even more so than the win, it was the fact on how we won. And we've done it at home. You know, we've, we've done some things at home that kind of had the same similarities. But we really haven't done it much on the road this year. Last year's team, it was, it was common. But this year's team hasn't. And I love the fact that we found the way. We did what you had to do. And um, just a response by a lot of guys making plays and showing courage there towards the end of the game and, and doing the right thing. We've spent time talking about what these players have to do to get themselves ready to play a road game. How much different is it for you to coach a road game as opposed to being within the friendly Hanner Fieldhouse? Well, you know, it's I don't go into the game thinking anything different except um, it, sometimes when a teams go on runs when you're on the road, you got to use your timeouts earlier. Um, sometimes you got to have longer possessions. Um, you know, quicker shots aren't as good on the road as they are at home. And, you know, so sometimes you got to go into the game thinking if this scenario happens, what do I got to do to calm our guys down or what do I got to do to kind of get them right? And I, I said this last week, I'm still learning this team, and I'm, every practice every day I'm learning more and more. And it's, it's not the easiest team to predict. Um, you know, we have <laughs> super talented guys, but, but sometimes what makes them tick in, in different moments. So, you know, I'm just trying to get the best out of them. I'm trying to figure out, you know, you know what, how they can play their best, what I got to do to help them with that. And um, every single game, every single practice, I'm figuring out more and more. And, and just the way we, we played on Saturday, I just love the way that, that things, you know, th- you know, we responded. And uh, I said that a lot, and it was adversity set in, and sometimes that we, you know, just couldn't overcome it, but we did on Saturday. And so hopefully it's a, it's a great sign and some good things to come here down the stretch. The phrase that you've used with me a lot is that you let guys be themselves, and it seems if you do things that way, eventually if they are being themselves, then they're going to be able to play as well as they possibly can. Yeah, and you've got to let a team kind of form sometimes, you know, I say the word organically, but it's not completely true, but you've got to go through experiences and see who can do different things. Yeah. And, you know, when, when Tukey Brown left, I mean, it was – you know, it wasn't just a player of the year. It was it was a lot of different things that, that left out of the building. And it's finding out, you know, and we don't, you know, we got talented guys. We don't need Tukey Brown right now. I'd love to have him if that's an option. But um, we, we have we have a lot of guys who can do different things, but I've got to figure out who can do what at different times and, and where do we need to go. And, and, then, and then, you know, the most frustrating thing with this team has been the injuries and the unpredictability of lineups. So – I think we would have been there sooner than we are now if I would have kind of just known, you know, kind of had the whole team, you know, for a consecutive period of time. Instead, it's, you know, guys are coming in, guys are coming out, and we're trying to figure it out. There have been certain times where you play both point guards at the same time, Calvin Wishart and David Lee Jones, Jr. There have been times when Ike Smith has run the point over these last few weeks, and there have been lineups where you've gotten a little bit bigger playing Simeon Crawley or Simeon Carter and Isaiah Crawley together at the same time, even starting them against ULM. Yeah, you know, we, um, we, yeah, we started those guys together against Monroe, and, and, and I thought Simeon didn't start the game very good, but I thought he played really good, you know, after about the first 16 minutes. And uh, he had a huge basket in that game. It was a loose ball kind of scrambling around the paint, and we're up three points. And he, he finds his way to get the ball, and next thing you know, his long arms are going up towards the rim, and I felt good at that point. And that put <laughs> us up five. And uh, that, that was a, a really kind of loose ball hustle play, you know, big shot for us, and and, you know, Simeon Carter, when he stays out of foul trouble, 
you know, he's been playing really well. Yeah. And, um, you know, I got on my assistant coaches the other day, and, and they said, um, you need to play Simeon Carter more. And I said, all right, two things need to happen. You don't need to tell him to quit fouling or tell the referees to quit calling it because I want to play him more. So, uh, but, but it's not an option for me right now because I want to get him in there more. Yeah, I think the first one's more likely than the second one. Probably, probably. The one play I remember from ULM, this was fairly late in the game. You guys were off 57-54. There was a missed shot. Isaiah Crawley comes up with the offensive rebound, then ends up, I don't know if he ran into the bench or jumped over the bench. I didn't see exactly how that went down. But he has the offensive rebound. He ends up having to go back around the chairs to come back on the court. And while he does, Quan Jackson is making that three from the left wing. That was a huge play. Yeah, Crawley and I had a long dialogue about that at the end of the game. And so I didn't know where he went. Uh, he saved the ball, and I didn't know if he got tackled by the Monroe fans or, or what happened. <laughs> and I don't know if he took the longest route to get back to the court. But there was a couple of passes, but it was a huge, huge play. He saved the ball, and a couple of passes later, Quan Jackson nailed a big three. And uh, that, that was uh, a great calming play for us in that game because we were getting really good shots against our zone. We were running our offense, I thought, you know, the, the right way, and we just weren't making them. And next thing you know, uh, Crawley gets a second chance points there by by finding the rebound, and I don't. And then so I had to go back actually watch the tape, and he did save it underneath the basket, but he didn't come back in the in the court till mid court area because yeah. he had to go all the way back around right it's, about where you're sitting. Yeah, kind of a unique arena. So um, um, if he's got a step counter on that, it probably was <laughs> about 500 steps to get back to the court. What did he tell you? Well, he I was asking. I was like, where did you go? And he was trying to explain the whole thing. And I, and I was trying to tell him, I said, there had to be a shorter path to get back to the court because it's, it's a live ball play. And, we're four on five in the half court for a minute. And uh, he's, he, he's funny because there weren't many people at the game. And uh, it was in front of um, the fans there. We had the Sarousas there and his dad. And he said he could hear his dad saying, get your A back on the court. <laughs> and I said, well, I agree with your dad. <laughs> I don't know where you were going. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back and take a look at this weekend's homestand. Carolina School's in town. Coastal Thursday, App Saturday. First time in three years they've been here. That's coming up next from Eagle Creek from Learfield, IMG College. Spirit and style are priority around here. That's why the University Store, the official outfitter of Georgia Southern, offers everything you need to be game day ready. The University Store carries the largest inventory of licensed Georgia Southern apparel, accessories, and spirit merchandise. Show your spirit with coolers, flags, and chairs. Show your style with polos, hats, dresses, and shoes. Visit us in-store, at our stadium shop, or online at gsustore.com. Show your spirit from tailgate to touchdown with University Store today. Hello, Eagle fans. For many years, you've heard that Knox knocks them out. Well, that's because it's true. With decades of experience, nobody knows pests and termites like Knox Pest Control. And just like the Eagles offense, the Knox experts respond with speed. In addition to their soon as possible same or next day service, your satisfaction with Knox Pest Control is 100% guaranteed with pest, termite, mosquito, wildlife, and bed bug control. To learn more about how Knox knocks them out, simply visit KnoxPestControl.com. Hi, welcome to the Subway Fresh Value Meal radio ad. How would you like to hear it? From a game show host? All right, let's play. Thanks, Johnny. Our lucky contestants are playing for a Fresh Value Meal with a six-inch sub. They'll choose from six, including a cold-cut combo or Black Forest ham, starting at $6 with a 20-ounce drink and chips. Subway, make it what you want. 
Fresh value meal sandwiches are prepared in front of you at participating restaurants. Prices and subs included may vary. Additional charges for extras plus applicable tax. No additional coupons or discounts may be applied. When you live off campus, you give up the comforts and convenience of living within the Georgia Southern community. You miss the benefits of a community leader, being close to classes and bus routes, and having Paulson Stadium in your backyard. Don't miss the true blue college experience. At Freedom's Landing, Georgia Southern's premier housing for upperclassmen, your freedom matters. Keep the perks of living on campus while enjoying amenities like private bedrooms, a large swimming pool, a fitness room, and a clubhouse. To learn more, visit gsuhousing.com and discover the perks of freedom. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Let's be honest, you're pretty awesome. So, shouldn't your apartment be too? One Open South offers a luxury off-campus lifestyle even your parents will be jealous of. Featuring private bed and baths, modern furniture and finishes, washer and dryer, full kitchens, 24-hour clubhouse, fitness center, and more. All utilities, even high-speed fiber internet, are included in your rent. We're also home to the pool and lazy waiver, voted best in the borough. Visit 111south.com. That's O-N-E, the number 11, south.com today. 111 South is proud to be supporters of Georgia Southern Athletics. Eagles fans have a lot to be passionate about, like their team and their truck. Whether it's work or play, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. That's why it's the best-selling truck in Georgia, and Ford F-Series, the number one selling truck in America 42 years straight. Drive it home. Drive it now. Drive it like a Ford. Visit your local Ford dealer, official sponsor of the Georgia Southern Eagles. Based on IHS market total, U.S. new vehicle registrations for the standard full-size pickup segment, RYTD, February 2019. At Northland, we do internet. So all the things you like doing, we help you do them online faster. You want to stream, shop, and share? Our reliable high-speed internet lets everyone get online at the same time. Whatever you do, Northland keeps you connected. For a limited time, get our fastest speed up to 100 megs for only $49.99 a month. That's double the speed of our 50 meg internet for the same low price. Limited time offer, additional restrictions and conditions apply. See at northland.com slash offers for full details. Jackson right wing catch, lines up a three. There's point number 1,000 for Quan Jackson. Nine first half points for the redshirt junior. He's the 45th Eagle in history to reach 1,000. Welcome back to Inside Georgia Southern Basketball on the Georgia Southern Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Jones left wing steps into a three. Yes! Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro. Once again, here's the voice of the Eagles, Danny Reed. Quite a moment for Quan Jackson on Saturday at the Cajun Dome. His three-pointer with about seven minutes left in the first half got him to 1,000 career points, becoming the 45th player in school history to reach that mark. He's been on quite a run lately as we continue with Inside Georgia Southern Basketball from Eagle Creek Brewing Company. Four consecutive 20-point games for Quan. The league recognized it. He was named Conference Player of the Week a couple of hours ago. Yeah, he's been playing at a high level. And, um, you know, it, it, it's not just scoring. I know he scored his 1,000 point, but um, his defense, and he's leading the league in steals right now, and it, it, it's incredible him on defense. He kind of gets in these zones, and you can see other teams – that just run away from him. They, they try to stay whatever side of the court he's on and try to go away from him because uh, they, they feel like he, he's got an intimidating presence on defense. 
So, um, you know, I, I thought some big baskets in the Louisiana game was not just his threes that he made, but he had steals that he took straight from steals to dunks on the other end. And, and uh, we call them atomic bombs. Yeah. Some other coaches call them pick sixes in the football term. Um, but they're great when they happen for you. They're bad when they happen against you. But he, he's one of the best in the country getting us. He's averaging about two and a half steals per game, which if you break it down even more, he's about 10th nationally. I think he's fifth nationally in terms of total steals coming into the week. Do you see, like with so many guys, do you see his defense impacting his offense? Well, it's, it's one of the things when we were recruiting him, that was one of my favorite things watching him. And, you know, his arms are incredibly long, but he has great anticipation. So sometimes guys can have great length, but they just don't know, you know, how to get their arms in the right places. Um, but it was funny in the, in the game against Louisiana, a guy kind of drove around him, and then he reached those arms around and just took the ball, and the guy probably had no idea that, that a guy's <laughs> arms could reach, reach at that length and get him. They took it down and stole it and dunked it. And so, um, you know, I loved it when I was recruiting him. And, you know, he, he, he's just gotten better and better. And, you know, he went through a stretch this year where he had to get used to being one of the primal focuses of the game plan by other teams. Yeah. And they're trying to take him out. And I talked to Bruce Pearl after the Auburn game. And Quan was down, and I said, look, Bruce Pearl told me after the game that their main focus was to take you out. And, and I said, you know, they're, you know, they know we got Ike, and they know we got some other guys, but they were trying to take you out. And I said, they're going to make sure. So I said, it's going to be great for you because you're going to have to figure out a way when you're the primary focus of teams trying to keep you from scoring or keep you from doing things and what you got to do to overcome that. So it's going to make you even better. And, and he's figured it out. And so he, he didn't get down. And he stayed with it. And you kind of see in the last couple of weeks, not just this week, but the last couple of weeks he's been playing really good. Eagles prepping for a brief homestand against the Carolina schools this weekend. Coastal on Thursday at 7, and then Appalachian State on Saturday at 4. We'll be on at 6.30 and 3.30 those two days with countdown to tip-off on the Georgia Southern Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. These were two tight ball games up in the Carolinas when the calendar turned over to 2020. We'll start with Coastal since that is the next game. It was a 70-60 to 60 win. I know they're a little bit different at this point because Keyshawn Bruden went to the transfer portal, so they're in a little bit of a different combination, but it seems that Devontae Jones has been even better than we thought he could be. Yeah, Devontae Jones, if he's not the best point guard in the league, he's right there. Um, you know, he's I think he's averaging over 21 points a game his last five games. Um, he is terrific. And, um, you know, since since the kid decided to, to transfer, they've won two of their last three. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they won at Arkansas State. Uh, they had a stinker against Texas State, which happens sometimes. And, and then they come back and, and, and beat a good UT Arlington team. So they won two of their last three since he left, and, and Cliff Ellis is uh, obviously a legendary coach. He's got almost 900 wins. Um, they know what they're doing. They have really good guards, really good players, and um, they're leading the league in rebounding, so rebound is going to be huge. So um, th there's a lot of challenges, and, and normally we don't really start talking about another team to our guys on Monday for a Thursday game. We kind of just worry about us. But we feel like today that we had to start getting ready for some things against them because, um, you know, they could do some unique things. Primarily a man defense, but in our past conversations, Cliff Ellis is known for some zone pressing. He's also known for a lot of junk zones in the half court. He runs some defenses that nobody really runs anymore, but he's been around for almost 50 years, so he knows some things that other people don't. Trying to get that in depth into a game plan, how do you break it down and make it simple for the guys? Yeah, I would feel better if they didn't have so much time to get ready for us. And then you kind of know what they're going to do because, you know, you just look at past performances. But you're giving him four days and, and what he can do. And so 
um, in the back of our mind, we could get ready for a lot of different things. Um, one, three, one zone defense, two, three zone defense, the triangle and two, box and one, different presses. Uh, their man-to-man defense looked really good in the last game, so, you know, they could stick to that. So it, 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 it's a lot. They could keep you up at night. You know, you try to have your guys ready for everything when you go into a game like this. But, uh, you know, he's, he's going to watch tape of us and kind of see something and then got to get a feel, and, you, you know, you don't know what's going to come on Thursday. You're already up anyway. It's not like you're being kept up. That's true. That's true. Um, you know, last night was supposed to be my sleep night, and I think I got five hours last night. So uh, that was my great night of sleep. Even my son was yelling at me, what's wrong with me, when he saw me this morning with my eyes are bloodshot. <laughs> Appalachian State will be down on Saturday. And, again, this is the first time in three years that the Carolina schools have been to Statesboro. Beat them both three years ago, but, of course, things are a lot different now. App winning that first game up in Boone 74-72 when Justin Forrest made that three with less than a second left. What do you remember about that game? I remember a lot. And um, like every coach will tell you, they remember the losses more than the wins. And, and you know, the App State game – you know, we played, you know, very good basketball. Uh, Quan Jackson had a block with a minute four left in the game. Um, that was called a foul. We were up we were up four. That would have been a run out. And we were about to take it the other way. And, and, and the, the referees told me it was a missed call. Um, doesn't do a lot for me after the game or now. But I guess you make mistakes, you can keep on going. And then the kid made an incredible shot. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you make a defensive mistake and the guy does something that's even harder. But you're going – you know, we knew the play that was coming. Um, the, you know, he got the play, and we actually had really good defense, and Crawley contested the shot. And he hits a fadeaway three. And um, he just hit another big one. In the, um, I think it was the game either Thursday or Saturday. He just hit another three yeah. um, to, to win another game. So, uh, you know, he's, he's one of the best guards in the league. And, you know, you know big players make big shots, and, and he made a big shot against good defense. And sometimes you got to take your hat off to other guys because, you know, they're on scholarship too. And, and they're training, they're working hard, and, and they're, they're trying to get to those moments. So it's not just us working hard, and sometimes, you know, a, a guy just makes a play like that. Forrest is scoring about 18 a game on the season. That's second best in the league behind Texas State's Nigel Pearson. But the guy that's really emerged lately has been O'Shawn Williams, usually known for his defense. He's starting to score a little bit now. Yeah, he's. Um, you're right. You know, he, he's kind of just you know been a role guy um, for for a couple of years, and and now he's really stepped up and, and scored at, at a high pace. And defense is still there and, and making threes and. You know, he gives them a, a great, you know, now I say one-two punch, but you had Isaac Johnson and they got one-two-three punch. So uh, there's a reason App State, I think, is one of the hottest teams in the league. And uh, those three guys with, with, with Johnson, Williams, and Forrest are just playing great. Six games left, three are here, three on the road as part of that same trip going to Texas and then the following Friday up in Atlanta. Knowing with a couple of days to get ready and knowing that you're still tied for second place in the conference, what needs to happen for this team to continue to move forward? Well, we got to take care of business, you know, this week. You know, we're at home. There's only three home games left, and, and you got to you – know, we just, you know, had a great week, um, great weekend in Louisiana by sweeping a road. You know, that's, that's, that's hard to do. Double milkshake weekend. Yeah, it was double milkshake. Did you get two? Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. they didn't spill mine this time. All right, good for you. That's good. And so um, – but now we got to take care of business at home. And, um, you know, running the Coastal team is really good. App's hot. Um, we'll, take, we'll worry about them later on. But uh, it, it's going to be a challenge. And, and then after that, you know, our schedule is difficult, you know, all the way through. The Texas teams are really good. Then we got to go to Georgia State. And then Arkansas State's one of the surprise teams in the lead to here to finish it out. So uh, the last six are not easy. And um, I told the guys, I said, we don't want easy. We want challenges. I like the way we're playing. I like the way things are going. 
And uh, we just got to keep getting better. And we're balled into that now. We're doing it. And we just got to keep on the same path. Coastal Thursday at 7, App Saturday at 4. Coach, appreciate it. We'll talk to you this weekend. Yeah, thank you. There's two celebrities here tonight. I don't, I don't forget to run out. Okay. Um, Dr. Deal, my doctor's here. And uh, great to see him. And, and Brian Carter ha- has emerged. <laughs> and uh, we found him. We didn't know where he went. But Brian Carter has emerged. So, um that they found, he found out they have beer here, and so he, he just had to show up. So, so, so I'm glad that he showed up, too. B.J. Green with Georgia Southern Baseball is up next from Learfield, IMG College. Winning on the field means you put in hours of practice. A winning team works together to produce results. One real estate professional in Statesboro has been a consistent million-dollar producer. That means he has the experience and a winning team to help you. When you think real estate, call Paul. First-time buyers, call Paul. Consider selling, call Paul. Looking for an investment property? You guessed it, call Paul. For all your real estate needs, call Paul Newman at Statesboro Real Estate at 912-489-4433 or visit buystatesboro.com. Your internet provider could give you faster speed. They could give you more data. They just don't. Bullock Telephone is opening the pipe. Now connect 100 times faster with gigabit internet service from Bullock Telephone. Starting at $99.95 a month, you can stream videos, surf the web, and download at amazing speeds. Or if you can't handle that much data... The new Gigabit Connection from Bullock Telephone. Fastest internet service in Bullock County. Hey there, Eagle Nation. This is William Martin, owner of Southern Exchange Company. We are proud to be the official merchandiser of Georgia Southern Athletics and to be your one-stop shop for all your Eagle gear. Stop in and suit up like the Eagles at our store across from campus on Chandler Road or online at southernexchangecompany.com. Be sure to use our hashtag, we are Eagle Nation when you post your pictures in your latest gear from Southern Exchange. Nothing kicks off your game better than a handful of Georgia peanuts. Power packed with protein, essential nutrients, and great taste. Georgia peanuts are the MVP for affordability, sustainability, and nutrition. To score life's touchdowns with recipes and fun facts, check out GAPeanuts.com. The perfectly powerful peanut is brought to you by the family farmers of the Georgia Peanut Commission. Do you like to buy local? What about natural and sustainable? The next time you go and buy some Eagle merchandise, make sure to buy cotton. Cotton is grown right here in Georgia by local farmers in every corner of the state. Cotton from Georgia is as true blue as Sweetheart Circle or Eagle Creek. Support your community by buying cotton. This message is brought to you by the family farmers of the Georgia Cotton Commission. Winning on the field means you put in hours of practice. A winning team works together to produce results. One real estate professional in Statesboro has been a consistent million-dollar producer. That means he has the experience and a winning team to help you. When you think real estate, call Paul. First-time buyers, call Paul. Consider selling, call Paul. Looking for an investment property? You guessed it, call Paul. For all your real estate needs, call Paul Newman at Statesboro Real Estate at 912-489-4433 or visit buystatesboro.com. See if Nicky can dig a little bit deeper in Strand. Three Trojans. Oh, two. He got him swinging on a fastball. Three Trojans left in the seventh, and it's stretch time in Conway. 
Welcome back to Inside Georgia Southern Basketball on the Georgia Southern Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Jones left wing steps into a three. Yes! Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro. Once again, here's the voice of the Eagles, Danny Reed. Back from Eagle Creek Brewing Company for Inside Georgia Southern Basketball on the Georgia Southern Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We'll get to Georgia Southern women's basketball during our final two segments as Colin Lacey speaks with head coach Anita Howard. But for right now, we got some Eagle baseball starting this weekend. Four-game series against Ball State. Welcome in our 11th-year pitching coach, B.J. Green, to Eagle Creek. Thank you. Appreciate you being here to talk a little Eagle baseball after a successful 2019 season. Yeah, the guys are really excited about getting started and, you know, definitely looking forward to the new lights at J.I. Clements and getting out there under them Friday night and having Eagle Nation out there watching us. How have they been so far with a couple scrimmages you guys have done? Um, I mean, they've been fine, just trying to get used to them. Fly balls are a little bit different, but, uh, you know, hopefully it'll be a little bit of a home field advantage for us. Three times in the last four years, you guys have played for a tournament championship. That's sustained success. We know that Skip's been here for 21 years now. But this being year 11 for you, what kind of philosophy have you tried to instill with that pitching staff? Um, Just try to let guys come in and and be who they're supposed to be. You know, don't try to reinvent the wheel with them, but go out and find good players and, and let them come in and, you know, kind of be themselves. We've had a lot of successful guys over the years, but... If you look back from the pitching side, you know, which I deal with, um, we've had left-handers, we've had side-armers, we've had right-handers, guys with good breaking balls, guys that threw hard. Just try to, you know, kind of find out what they do well and, and try to make them be the best version of themselves. In your tenure here, you've had a lot of success stories with Chris Beck being a second-round pick and making it to the major leagues. More recently, it's been Brian Eichhorn, it's been Seth Schumann, it's been Joe Nahas, Chase Cohen. So when you're trying to recruit guys to come here and be part of that, I would think it'd make it a little bit easier to tell them the story of this place. Yeah, and even the tradition that goes way back before I was here, Coach Hennon was here, um, this place was built on tradition, and they've had a lot of uh, very good baseball players over the years, and Um, We're just trying to build on that. Um, One thing I can say about those guys that you mentioned that's been great, I think, for our guys, those guys are back around right now. And, um, you know, those are guys that kind of bought into what we were doing. And, you know, they come back year in and year out and work out. And they're around our guys, which I think is great, um, you know, from a program standpoint. What kind of team do you think we're going to have in 2020? Uh, A veteran group, especially on the offensive side. We've, We've got guys, like you said, that played in a lot of those, you know, conference championship games and um, have had a lot of at-bats, guys that have thrown some innings. Um, The one thing that we're going to have to see is we did lose Schumann, like Coach Byington was talking about, losing Tukey. I'd love to have him back, but we can't. (laughs) And uh, so we've got to find somebody to come in and kind of take take on that role and some guys are going to have to step up and and take on roles that maybe they hadn't had to take on yet but it's their time you know they've kind of been in the program they've kind of been coming along and um, you know it's their time to take the reins and and do with it what they can. Who's impressed you? Uh, Guys uh, David Johnson you know uh, he's a guy that we're we're counting on he's been in the program and uh, he's done really well he he works his tail off and 
you know, I want it real bad for him. He wants it really bad. So um, he's one that kind of stands out. A guy like Jordan Jackson, he's a junior college transfer. He's getting the ball on Friday night. Um, you know, he needs to go out and be the ace. We need uh, somebody. Every staff and every team's better when you have somebody you can count on on Friday night. And, um, you know, from a pitching side, you know, those guys stand out. Um, guys like Braden Hayes, Rhett Gay, uh, Tyler Owens, uh, Nick Jones, Jacob Parker, and then, uh, you know, Hayden Harris. He He's really been, uh, I mean, maybe our best guy, but right now we're going to use him out of the bullpen, you know, kind of the same role that he's been in and been successful at. And, you know, we want somebody down there that we trust and has kind of been in the fire before and had success. And, um, you know, he's kind of that guy for us. The Ball State team that comes to Statesboro this weekend for that four-game series, they won 38 games last year. They were runners-up in the regular season MAC. They were runners-up in the MAC tournament. They've got a lot of hitters back, which you'd be studying, trying to get ready for the Cardinals. What are some of the things you've taken note about them? Um, like you said, a veteran group, very well coached. Um, they're going to be good in all areas. I mean, they're going to play good defense. Gonna, they're going to pitch it really well. We've got a lot of good arms back. Um, offensively, they're returning – you know, six or seven of their main guys offensively. And, I mean, they're a regional-style team. And as, you know, everybody knows, Coach Hennon's going to put together a schedule that um, is challenging. And uh, he wants to see what our team's made of. And if we want to be a regional team, you have to come out of the gate playing well because of the type of team we're playing. I mean, we've got Ball State right out of the gate, Georgia Tech, East Carolina, who's a top 25 team. Yeah. Um, so – there's no kind of sticking your toe in the water. I mean, you're jumping in, and um, we better be ready to go. I know a lot of people are excited about that revamped Georgia series, getting one game here, one game there, and then the game at SRP Park coming up in April. That seems like that's something to really look forward to. Yeah, I mean, the guys are always excited about those games, you know, and, um, you know, still being able to play them three times uh, is great. It's great for the program, and, you know, we need to go win those games. It's going to be warm weather warm weather gear on Friday or what, what's, what's going to be the, what's going to be the wardrobe on Friday night? Well, it's that time of year. I mean, we're checking the weather. I feel like more than we're checking the opponent, it seems like. And, uh, <laughs> we're, uh, you know, I think they're expecting 50 degrees lows in the thirties. I mean, it's baseball season. That's what, that's the way it is. Appreciate you being here tonight. Good luck this year. Thanks a lot. I want to say, I appreciate you guys and all y'all do for us. Thank and you. I know, basketball season and y'all are <clears throat> pulled in a lot of different directions but you guys work your tails off and we we definitely appreciate it i'll be there for half the series saturday you got big frank hey we love him too <laughs> <laughs> 11th year pitching coach bj green for georgia southern baseball coming up next it's women's basketball colin lacy with anita howard we'll do that after this timeout from learfield img college Spirit and style are priority around here. That's why the University Store, the official outfitter of Georgia Southern, offers everything you need to be game day ready. The University Store carries the largest inventory of licensed Georgia Southern apparel, accessories, and spirit merchandise. Show your spirit with coolers, flags, and chairs. Show your style with polos, hats, dresses, and shoes. Visit us in-store, at our stadium shop, or online at gsustore.com. Show your spirit from tailgate to touchdown with University Store today.
Inspired by a legend, beautiful Eagle Creek flows deep in winning tradition and wanders majestically on campus along the football practice fields. Follow the Blue Mile to downtown Statesboro and you'll find its headwaters on Savannah Avenue. The Eagle Creek Brewing Company, owned and operated by Georgia Southern alumni, Eagle Creek is a family-friendly true blue brew pub with authentic brands of handcrafted beers and unique food items just as memorable as their brews. Open for lunch, dinner, and tastings Tuesday through Sunday. From our end of the creek to yours, where Eagle Creek Brewing Company. A sport injury can stop you in your tracks. Advancement in orthopedic sports medicine allows Optum Healthcare to recognize, prevent, rehabilitate, and manage sports injuries for weekend warriors, school athletes of all ages, and aspiring professionals alike. If you have a sports injury, call and make an appointment today, 912-681-2500. Experience the Optum difference, the official orthopedic provider for Georgia Southern Athletics. Optum Healthcare, a collaboration between Optum Orthopedics and the physician's own Optum Medical Center Tattnall. Agriculture is our state's most vital industry, contributing more than $73 billion to our state economy. But many are disconnected from the farm and don't know where their food comes from. Georgia Farm Bureau helps connect families with local farmers who provide affordable, Georgia-grown food and products. Become a member of Georgia Farm Bureau with a $35 membership and help us educate about a safe, abundant food supply of Georgia products. Learn more at gfb.org. Hello, Eagle fans. For many years, you've heard that Knox knocks them out. Well, that's because it's true. With decades of experience, nobody knows pests and termites like Knox Pest Control. And just like the Eagles offense, the Knox experts respond with speed. In addition to their soon as possible same or next day service, your satisfaction with Knox Pest Control is 100% guaranteed with pest, termite, mosquito, wildlife, and bed bug control. To learn more about how Knox knocks them out, simply visit KnoxPestControl.com. Eagles fans have a lot to be passionate about, like their team and their truck. Whether it's work or play, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. That's why it's the best-selling truck in Georgia, and Ford F-Series, the number one selling truck in America 42 years straight. Drive it home. Drive it now. Drive it like a Ford. Visit your local Ford dealer, official sponsor of the Georgia Southern Eagles. Based on IHS market total, U.S. new vehicle registrations for the standard full-size pickup segment, RYTD, February 2019. Hey there, Eagle Nation. This is William Martin, owner of Southern Exchange Company. We are proud to be the official merchandiser of Georgia Southern Athletics and to be your one-stop shop for all your Eagle gear. Stop in and suit up like the Eagles at our store across from campus on Chandler Road or online at southernexchangecompany.com. Be sure to use our hashtag, WeAreEagleNation, when you post your pictures in your latest gear from Southern Exchange. When you live off campus, you give up the comforts and convenience of living within the Georgia Southern community. You miss the benefits of a community leader, being close to classes and bus routes, and having Paulson Stadium in your backyard. Don't miss the True Blue College experience. At Freedom's Landing, Georgia Southern's premier housing for upperclassmen, your freedom matters. Keep the perks of living on campus while enjoying amenities like private bedrooms, a large swimming pool, a fitness room, and a clubhouse. To learn more, visit gsuhousing.com and discover the perks of freedom. Drives right side of the lane, dishes it off to Bossa. Out to Hamilton for three. Yes, ma'am, bring it up. Good ball movement. A.B. drew two defenders. Bossa the touch pass to Hamilton, finds three. 
Welcome back to Inside Georgia Southern Basketball on the Georgia Southern Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Frank, deep three from straight on. Yes, man, Nicole Frank. Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro. Once again, here's Colin Lacey. Back here from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in downtown Statesboro as we continue with this week's edition of Inside Georgia Southern Basketball all across the Georgia Southern Sports Network. So we switch to Georgia Southern Women's Basketball. Welcome in first-year head coach, Anita Howard. Hello. <laughs> now, you've been on me the last couple of weeks because you say when we get here to Eagle Creek Brewing Company, you say there's always a big women's basketball game on the TV that you miss because of this. Yes. Exactly. So, so, I mean, two of the most dominant coaches in women's basketball are playing while we're talking <laughs> about my little coaching. <laughs> hey, but your your coaching is going to be My coaching is good, but, I mean, we got some Hall of Famers on TV right now. We got Gino and, and Dawn Staley right now. But you've got UConn and South Carolina on TV here at Eagle Creek Brewing Company. A couple of weeks ago you had UConn taking on Team USA. Yeah. How much time do you get to just kind of step back and watch a women's basketball game and try to pick up what you can? A lot. So I watch a lot of our film, but, you know, it's refreshing to watch other people play at a high level um, and see what they do. Some of the stuff that we try to do on our team, you know, I get from the other coaches that I see, whether it's, you know, coaches in our league or coaches that we watch, like um, the game on tonight. And so, you know, you learn a lot from just watching. And so, there, you know, I like to say that I'm a, a seasoned coach, but if I stop learning, then what kind of coach would I be? And so, you know, if you got two top teams like UConn and South Carolina playing, uh, matter of fact, I just saw a play that South Carolina keeps running on UConn that I'm going to figure out how we can run that on ULM. You're going to get Theo to write it down on a napkin real fast? <laughs> I can go back and watch this on Synergy, but we're going to do it. You're going to see it. We'll call it probably Gamecock. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you try to convey that to the girls of not only watching conference games, whether it be a Wednesday game when we're on the road somewhere, watching it on the phone at dinner, but also watching a UConn-South Carolina game or a UConn-Team USA game? Well, I think it, it, it brings out a different athlete. So one of the things we did for this Arkansas State game was we didn't do the scout as coaches. We made the players do the scout as coach, as players. Excuse me. And it made us play a little bit different. So I don't know if we're going to continue to do that, but um, that Arkansas State game, the players did the scout. And to hear what they thought about Arkansas State, it gave us a different perspective. As coaches, of course, we know what we want to tell our teams about the, the team that we're playing. But um, this is our practice for tonight. Our practice tonight is to watch this game. So we actually didn't have practice. The team has to be together and watch this game, and we're going to talk about it tomorrow. This past week, Georgia Southern women's basketball splitting the Arkansas State and Little Rock swing, got the victory over Arkansas State, 80-67, to got up by as many as 26 points in that game. And I know. Did you see the play again? No, I was thinking about how we let a 26-point lead oh. dwindle, but we kept it together, though. You did. We did. But a big part of that was Jaden Hamilton, 25 points, a career high, one three shy of a school record, had seven in the game. What was it about her game? that kind of took it to the next level? It's funny because um, I was telling you the players did the scout, and so Jaden, uh, we met with her um, before before practice the night before the game and just talked about some of the things. When she rebounds um, more, she scores more. And so I talked, we watched film and, and told her that she's standing on the perimeter watching. Freshman mistake. 
And so she asked, what did you need from, from, what did we need from her? And we told her, look, we need you to crash the boards. And then we talked about her in high school and how did she score her 2,000 points? And she said, really, it was kind of easy. So I said, what changed? You know, the basketball is still the same size, the court is still the same length. And so when she did her scout, she was the only player that had a, a self-scout at the bottom of hers. And on the self-scout, she talked about how she needed to relax, how she needed to rebound more, how she needed to look for her shot more. And then she had one of her biggest games of, of her college career. And so, you know, that just speaks volumes of when you listen and apply whatever the coach is saying and do it that, you know, typically you end up on a good side. And so for her to have a huge game um, like she did, one, we need more of that. Um, and two, it was really nice to see because her teammates embraced it. And so it wasn't like, you know, I want to score mine. They were looking for Jaden because we knew she had a, she was on a roll. You told me a great story in post game of how she told you that she was going to have a 20 point game against Arkansas state. Yeah. She might need to tell me some lottery numbers because uh, <laughs> I asked her via text. I can show you the text, but I asked her the night before I said, okay, when am I going to get a 20 point game out of you? And she said tomorrow. And I was like, all right. And so it, during the game, while somebody was shooting a free throw, I forgot who it was. She comes over to the sideline while she's in the game and she's like, coach, look. And she points up to the scoreboard and I'm like, Okay, what? We're up. She's like, no, look. And I was like, look at what? And she was talking about her stats that's on the scoreboard. She's like, I got 20 points. I'm like, girl, keep playing. And so I like, get some more points. So she scored five more after that. But she was cognizant of getting <laughs> that 20 points for me. So at least she's coachable. So maybe I'm going to tell her to go for 30. <laughs> maybe 40. One of the big parts of Saturday's game, you had Pack the House in Pink and Alumni Night, but yeah. focusing on Pack the House in Pink, you talked about it how the honorary coach was Miss Becky Wolf. Yeah. Her husband is the PA announcer, Dr. Wolf, also a professor on campus, but Miss Becky is a breast cancer survivor. What did she mean being on the bench and being able to talk to the girls before the game? It was powerful. Um, you never know what you're going to get from the honorary coaches when they come back and talk to the, the ladies. Some of them are nervous. Some of them are real motivational. Um, but Coach Wolf, as we call her now, I mean, she, she was really soft-spoken, but her words were so powerful because we had an opportunity, and, and me too as a, as a coach, you know, I was listening to her words, and she talked about how it was tough, and when a tough get going, either you're going to fight or you're going to, you know, give up. And she said, tonight I want you all to fight. And I think that no matter what we said about whoever we were playing, to see someone that had battled for their life right there in front of us in our own locker room, it, it hit a little bit different than any words any coach could say. And so for her to come in there and share her story with our young ladies, I don't think they really paid attention to the pink game like that. You know, before it's just let me wear my pink uniform and stuff like that. That really resonated with our young ladies. And I reminded them of that when we was losing a 26-point lead. Like, look, we can't stop fighting right now. We're fighting for something different. And so um, she's probably one of the reasons why we did come out and play so strong because her, her words in the locker room was very moving. You also had alumni weekend this past weekend. You had a lot of different people over the years of Georgia Southern women's basketball come back and be a part of alumni week. What does that mean to have so many different people, whether it's a Mimi Beck, a Lee Economos, somebody that had played, been at the top of the <laughs> record books and somebody that can come back and share what they had with Georgia Southern. It was amazing. So everyone fit inside our little tiny little locker room, but it was like a party after the game. And it's funny because you talk about those individuals that was in there, but we also got to see our SWA Brandy Klaus in a different role because she was their athletic, athletic trainer. 
And so to hear the stories, we, we probably spent about 20, 25 minutes in the locker room just listening to the stories from, you know, the glory days of Georgia Southern women's basketball, the times where we sh the, sh the program struggled, and, you know, just the family orient um, of the sisterhood. And that's what they kept talking about, the sisterhood of Lady Eagle basketball. And I made our seniors stand up and talk about how this will probably be them 10, 15 years down the line when you come back and, and, and see what legacy you left. And, you know, it, it, again, it was another perspective. We had a different perspective from Coach Wolf, and then we had another perspective from the alums. And then we got together at So Yummy and had a really great little dance celebration there. We ate good, danced good, laughed good, and um, it, was, it was great. How is it that everywhere you go, somebody ends up dancing? I don't know, but I'm going to try to get these people in here to dance a little bit, too. I need them to dance because we're eating good. I just, I'm going to try these ribs tonight, but we're eating good, so we might have to dance that off. <laughs> you got Dr. Deal kind of shaking his head over here. Oh, that's the Froyo King right there. <laughs> he, well, he knows what I'm talking about. We'll continue with more Inside <laughs> Georgia Southern Basketball here from Eagle Creek Brewing Company. On our last segment, we'll talk more Georgia Southern women's basketball as the Eagles will head down to the boot state for two games against Louisiana schools. Coming up next on the Georgia Southern Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Your internet provider could give you faster speed. They could give you more data. They just don't. Bullock Telephone is opening the pipe. Now connect 100 times faster with gigabit internet service from Bullock Telephone. Starting at $99.95 a month, you can stream videos, surf the web, and download at amazing speeds. Or if you can't handle that much data, the new gigabit connection from Bullock Telephone. Fastest internet service in Bullock County. Hey there, Eagle Nation. This is William Martin, owner of Southern Exchange Company. We are proud to be the official merchandiser of Georgia Southern Athletics and to be your one-stop shop for all your Eagle gear. Stop in and suit up like the Eagles at our store across from campus on Chandler Road or online at southernexchangecompany.com. Be sure to use our hashtag, WeAreEagleNation, when you post your pictures and your latest gear from Southern Exchange. kicks off your game better than a handful of Georgia peanuts. Power packed with protein, essential nutrients, and great taste. Georgia peanuts are the MVP for affordability, sustainability, and nutrition. To score life's touchdowns with recipes and fun facts, check out GAPeanuts.com. The perfectly powerful peanut is brought to you by the family farmers of the Georgia Peanut Commission. Hey there, Eagle Nation. Do you like to buy local? What about natural and sustainable? The next time you go and buy some Eagle merchandise, make sure to buy cotton. Cotton is grown right here in Georgia by local farmers in every corner of the state. Cotton from Georgia is as true blue as Sweetheart Circle or Eagle Creek. Support your community by buying cotton. This message is brought to you by the family farmers of the Georgia Cotton Commission. Winning on the field means you put in hours of practice. A winning team works together to produce results. One real estate professional in Statesboro has been a consistent million-dollar producer. That means he has the experience and a winning team to help you. When you think real estate, call Paul. First-time buyers, call Paul. Consider selling, call Paul. Looking for an investment property? You guessed it, call Paul. For all your real estate needs, call Paul Newman at Statesboro Real Estate at 912-489-4433 or visit buystatesboro.com. Your internet provider could give you faster speed. They could give you more data. They just don't. 
Bullock Telephone is opening the pipe. Now connect 100 times faster with gigabit internet service from Bullock Telephone. Starting at $99.95 a month, you can stream videos, surf the web, and download at amazing speeds. Or if you can't handle that much data... The new Gigabit Connection from Bullock Telephone. Fastest internet service in Bullock County. Hamilton wide open near corner. Yes, ma'am, Jaden Hamilton. Making 57-31 with 420 to go here in the third quarter. Welcome back to Inside Georgia Southern Basketball on the Georgia Southern Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Frank's deep three from straight on. Yes, man, Nicole Frank. Live from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in Statesboro. Once again, here's Colin Lacey's. A few more minutes left in this week's edition of Inside Georgia Southern Basketball from Eagle Creek Brewing Company in downtown Statesboro as we finish up with Georgia Southern women's basketball. Two games down in the bayou as the first against Louisiana Monroe on Thursday. The Raging Cajuns will wait inside the Cajun Dome on Saturday for Georgia Southern women's basketball. This is a stretch, Coach, that Georgia Southern did well right out of the gate in Sunbelt Conference play, started 2-0 and against ULM in Louisiana. How much do you take from those games and put them towards the game plan for this one? Well, I would like to be 2-0 and on the road. Um, it, it's funny because um, against Louisiana, I was just telling you, we, we hit a school record of 14 threes, and so I just say let's hit 15 threes. Okay. That's, that's kind of what we need to do. Um, defense has to travel, so we haven't played rail on the road. Um, you know, I was looking at our road contest and trying to figure out, you know, why we don't play that, you know, well on the road. Of course, we don't have the fans cheering us on. We're not in the comfort, comfort of our own house. And so we got to figure out how to play on the road. And so the coaches and I talked about maybe even practicing off campus somewhere just to try to figure out how can we be better on the road because we do want to – get to the tournament and the tournament's going to be on the road and so how can we get our young ladies to play on the road that's the big question you know I, I definitely think these are two winnable games we opened up 2-0 and on them I would like to go ahead and sweep them this would be a first sweep of, of of the year and so there's a lot of things at stake you know these are two games we, we need we need to kind of put us in a better position going into the playoffs and so as much as I like to have fun that is a serious thought in my mind of how can we take care of these two games on the road. As you get deeper and deeper into Sunbelt Conference play, how much do you try to convey the message of this is what we need to get into the tournament to get the spot in the tournament that we want, and but also trying to keep it out to not put the pressure on? Yeah, you know, I think that's something that coaches and I, we discuss. You know, we talk about where we want to be um, come tournament. I don't put that on the players. I want them to kind of focus on the task at hand is just stick to one game at a time. You know, let my mind kind of race a little into the future, but allow them to stay right here in the present. So that's not something I put on the players. Um, you know, I know Louisiana right now is playing better than ULM. And so, um, you know, I'm focusing a lot on Louisiana, but we got to take care of ULM because we're not a good road team. And so I don't want that record to kind of make the players think, oh, we can come in there and kind of play around and win the game. This is a tough conference. And so um, we're learning that, or I'm learning that. And so um, I think ULM is at the bottom of the conference, but they're playing teams close. You know, this is the second time for them to see us as well. And so, um, you know, we got a secret weapon. Uh, one of my coaches coached there last year. And so I told him, hey, this is your scout. We got to win it or you're fired. Was that pretty blunt? <laughs> Man, you put I'm coop on it. Good Lord. I'm joking, but I'm serious. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but do you look at ULM, 3-19 overall, 1-10 in Sunbelt play, like you mentioned, tied for the bottom of the Sunbelt Conference with Texas State. But when you look at kind of the X's and O's of this Warhawks team, what do you see 
when you go to try to attack it? Um, you know, they play hard. And so it's funny because they're 1-10 in, in our league right now. But, you know, when you watch them, if you don't know anything about the record, they're a scrappy athletic team. And so that's what we got to prepare for. And so one of the things that we are telling our young ladies is we have to be pretty disciplined on defense. You know, we have quarters where we score some and some, some quarters where we don't score a lot. And so that's up in the air on the road. You may shoot well in their gym, you may not. We have to bring that grit. We have to bring our defense and intensity, and we got to be disciplined on the road to stick to the game plan so that if we are up on teams, we're able to extend that lead or just maintain that lead. And so, you know, it's, to me, it's really not about what the teams that we're playing are doing. It's still about the consistency of our young ladies and, and, and sticking to what what we do. It's funny because Arkansas State coach before um, uh, we were practicing and their team was supposed to come in the gym, and so he said, I, I heard y'all kind of going over some schemes. I was like, you can come watch our practice. You know, you just got to stop it or we got to execute it, either one. And so it's really about what we're doing right now and, and how we're faring out and, and getting more comfortable in this new system. With a first-year head coach and Brooks Donald Williams for ULM, being able to see them live for the first time and now being able to go up against them, and you see them on film earlier on in non-conference play before you played them the first time, mm -hmm. but how much does it help seeing a first-year head coach have their team on the floor against you guys live? Um, it's, it's, it's a little edge, but she's kind of like me right now. First of all, she's one heck of a coach, you know, coming from Alabama. Um, she, she's seen the elite of the elite, and so she she's going to have them clicking at the right time. And so that's why I'm a little weary of, you know, we, we can't be too relaxed going into that game. But to see a first-year head coach in a similar situation to me, like myself, you never know what you're going to get. That's kind of what I said, Forrest Gump, life is like a box of chocolates with our team. <laughs> You never know what you're going to get, but you know it's going to be a, a good something. And so that's what we got to figure out what our good thing is. And so, again, we just try to figure out what our identity is going to be this year. And so the young lady said rebounding is going to be our identity. I don't really agree, but if that's what they want to do, let's be the best rebounding team in the league. I always want to be the best defensive team on the floor in all quarters. Looking ahead to Louisiana real quickly, what are some of the things that the Cajuns kind of possess for you guys? Now, they're playing really good. Um, so, of course, they have a veteran team. He's He's been there for, I think, 20-some years or something like that. So um, they're playing really well. They have some good inside and outside presence on their, their roster. And so, um, you know, we beat them pretty good here at home. But like I said, we shot the ball lights out. It was ridiculous. And so I would love for us to do that. But realistically speaking, you know, we've got to make sure that our ducks are in a row in this game. You know, they – um, they have a really good system. Um, both teams are going. We're going to see a little bit of zone. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of zone. Georgia State played a zone, and so typically, if we're shooting well, we can get teams out of their zone. And so we just got to make sure that we attack the basket. Um, we we did a good job against Arkansas State of getting to the line. Didn't shoot the free throw as well as we, we usually do, but we're going to have to be able to. If we're looking to attack these teams and try to get them in foul trouble. We got to be able to knock those free throws down. And so again, it's just about being focused, disciplined down the stretch. You know. If we're on a good night, we're going to beat anybody that we come against. But, you know, it's all about being disciplined and, st and sticking to that strategy. Coach, appreciate the time. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. Once again, that's head coach Anita Howard. As that will wrap up this edition of Inside Georgia Southern Basketball from Eagle Creek Brewing Company. Again, Georgia Southern women's basketball on the road in the boot state as they take on ULM on Thursday, 7 o'clock the tip-off from Fantu and Coliseum. And then on Saturday, it's inside the Cajun Dome, 3 o'clock the tip-off for Georgia Southern against the Raging Cajuns. Both of those will be on the Georgia Southern Sports Network online on gseagles.com. Georgia Southern men's basketball in action against the Carolina schools here at Hanner Fieldhouse. Until next week, for Danny Reed, for Coach Howard, for Coach Byington, and Coach B.J. Green of Georgia Southern Baseball, this is Colin Lacey saying so long, everybody.
from Learfield IMG College on the Georgia Southern Sports Network. You've been listening to Inside Georgia Southern Basketball with head coaches Mark Byington and Anita Howard. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Southern Sports Network.